Today on Harbor Speaks, we're going to talk about the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce, how they help the many businesses in Wilmington and install pride in the community through the many special events they provide. In my career, for 40 years, I've worked in the nonprofit field. During this time, I noticed there are hundreds of nonprofit organizations and individuals that are making a difference in their community. My mission is twofold to inform the community of these organizations and to recruit help for these organizations. We're going to take a short break, and whenever we return, we'll be talking to the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce Director Dan Hoffman and the President of the Wilmington Chamber, Amy Gant. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. I have in my office two outstanding individuals, the Executive Director of the Chamber of Commerce, Dan Hoffman, and this wild and crazy person, the President, Amy Gant. Grant? Grat. Grant. Yep. Okay, I'm always saying it wrong. So, <laughs> you know, what can I say? Welcome, both of you. I'm really glad, glad you could both be here today. We're excited uh, to be here, too. Yeah, thanks for having us, Mike. Yeah. So, Dan, tell me, what is the purpose of the Chamber of Commerce? It's to promote business, but our chamber is very unique, and it's not just to promote business and to help educate our business folks, but also to improve the quality of life for the community. It is the only chamber in the South Bay that has that as a part of its mission statement. That's awesome. So why, why is that? Why do you guys have that? Distinction. You know, that's interesting. That that decision was made long before I came on board 15 years ago. But um, it's kind of reflective of our board. If you look at our board of directors and our president, Amy, we have a group that's really dedicated to all kinds of services within the community. So we've got folks on the board for the YMCA, for the Benny Museum, for the Boys and Girls Club, and it kind of goes on and on. Uh, but so we kind of practice what we preach. So you, you've been here 15 years now. So tell me, what were some of your main challenges when you started? Getting revenue for our, <laughs> for, for our checking account. Oh, that always, yeah, yeah, you got to. You faced that yeah. before, haven't you, Mike? Oh, I've, uh, several times. I, and I think Amy has too. Yeah, Everybody absolutely. has to make the money to, to keep things going. Amy, yes. as president, what do you want to accomplish in your first year? Well, actually, I'm in my second year now, and uh, I guess that means my work wasn't done the first year. Um, uh, as Dan said, it's really special to be part of the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce and a member of its board. Uh, we've been members of the chamber, I believe, since EXP was started back in 1999 as ITEP. And I joined the board. It was one of the first things I did when I came on as CEO in 2010. I joined the Wilmington Chamber Board. And it is a unique organization to be part of. Wilmington is a community that really cares about its members. And the Chamber, uh, because so many of the companies are filled with people who live, work, and play in the harbor. Um, you know, it's not a place where you go home at night to another community. It's our businesses are really homegrown and committed. So 
we as the nonprofits that are in the Wilmington community area, uh, it makes sense for us to be part of the chamber. For me, um, given the fact that I come out of an organization that focuses on youth, and particularly youth and careers and getting youth ready for the jobs of tomorrow, uh, I wanted to focus on workforce and really uh, get the young people connected into the chamber. Uh, I also wanted to see the chamber really get better recognized for the contributions it makes to the community. We've been a recipient of the chamber's uh, community grants in the past, and the chamber gives out, I think it's over $20,000 a year to nonprofits in the local Wilmington community. And what I wanted to do in this last year and again this year is kind of raise the profile on that and let the, um, let the people know that their chamber is uh, not only working for their businesses, but also investing in their future. Uh, so that's what I wanted to do. Well, that's a good start. I am so used to seeing uh, and being involved with so many different uh, chambers as a director my old job. The one chamber that I, to, to me, that seems to be having the most fun, that has the, the great group of comrades and friends and everything, is the Wilmington Chamber. I've seen others, and boy, they're nowhere near the, the friendship you guys seem to, to bring out. So Dan, I, I know your, your biggest event is the Holiday Parade, or I think that's what it is. It is. So <laughs> Our largest event. So what are some of the other events you guys have? Well, we have... And this year we're doing them, actually we started last year doing them in conjunction with the Los Angeles Police Department. And I think your guest just before me might have mentioned that, but we have Fiesta Patrias coming up. So that's September 13, 14, and 15. I believe that falls on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this year. And then we have our Cinco de Mayo Street Fair also. But other things we do, and Amy had mentioned she wanted to bring along workforce development. As it happens, and I don't know when this podcast will go out, on October 1st, we're doing a workforce development luncheon. And so we're going to have some really exciting guest panelists, and it's going to be devoted to what our workforce looks like now, today, and what jobs are currently in demand, but what it's going to look like a few years down the road and probably change very quickly. And so we are looking for people who would like to attend would be people are looking to upgrade their jobs, um, people are looking to hire folks, um, people who are looking to, uh, to find out what qualifications our big employers are looking for, wow. potential employees. So does, does your, uh, Amy, does your program lead into this, does your XP program, does that help? Absolutely. Um, it all connects. One of the things that Dan and I had talked about this year was putting together a workforce development luncheon. I mean, we, we have elected officials and, and government leaders come pretty regularly to our breakfasts and our lunches, but this was something unique that we wanted to put in place. EXP, we work at the high school level, and we're always uh, keeping our eye on what are the jobs of today, but reality, a high school senior graduating last June, the job that they're gonna end up in is gonna look nothing like what's out there today. So we need to give them the skills so that they can plan ahead. Exactly, I think it, 
it's, everything's becoming automated and computerized and I'm like wow you know it's no I mean when I was in college we were happy to get a typewriter you know and I remember I think I was 21 when I had our first color TV but things are so much different nowadays and they seem to be going a lot faster and these kids have I, I believe they have a lot more pressure on them they than, do. They, than they did when we were kids uh, we can go out and play marbles but you know how many kids do you know that do that nowadays you know only if it's on a screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about my, my my favorite event with the chamber, and that's the parade. I really love that thing, you know. Tell, tell me. You know, it seems to go so smooth. But I but I, I know in the background that both of you are working your behinds off, getting things in, in order there. Tell me, how, how long does it actually take to get that parade going? You know, it, it's surprising, Mike, but over the years we've got a really solid team together. So there's a group that takes care of the lineup, and there's another group that takes care of all the decorations. There's another group that takes care of the stages and the announcers and all that. And I know you've been a part of that, and we're counting you again on December 8th that you're gonna be back. Well, there. I'll be there, I'll be okay. there. I've marked <laughs> off the second week of every, every December. I know I'm gonna be at the parade. And, and because of that, it really goes fairly smoothly, although it's chaos in the background, as you might expect. But in terms of what the community sees, it is awesome. And it is, I know it's my favorite event. I think Amy might say the same thing because we must get 15 to 20,000 people that line the streets of Avalon Boulevard. 90% of them right from the community, which is amazing. And I think in all of the parade entries that we have, there are some definite entries that will take a young boy or a young girl and they'll take a look at that police officer or that fireman or somebody from one of the refineries and say, you know, I think I'd like to do that. And um, so I'd like to believe that happens on a regular basis. But everybody has fun. It's definitely a community event with a lot of community organizations joining the parade. Wow, that's great. Talking about these organizations, can, can you name some of them maybe? Just some of the groups that are participating in the parade? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I know that in the past, before I was allowed to upgrade last year to be one of the announcers, and I hope I get to do it again this year. Oh, you did a great job. I was there. Oh, thank you. It was it was so fun. And I was able to do it with one of my ITEP EXP alumni, Diana Medell. So she really, we, she really did bring a wonderful connection to the community. My favorite before that had been being able to sit uh, on the back of the Valero fire truck with Santa, ending up the parade. But uh, some of my favorite ones are the Boys and Girls Club. We also have the drum barracks, and we have the Banning Residence Museum, the Friends of Banning uh, Museum, uh, and as well, Gosh, St. Peter's and Paul, I think they have a fantastic float. Juanitas, they always bring out an amazing float with lots of people. It's just, I think we had almost a hundred floats and car clubs and horse clubs last year. A really a nice cross-section. Can you add to that, Dan? Well, you know, and this year, I think, which is should be especially exciting is we developed a relationship with Telemundo. And so it looks like we're going to have a really well-named celebrity grand marshal this year. Oh, which, awesome. Uh, yeah, may pull in a few more folks from outside of the community, which will be nice. Who because we want to showcase Wilmington. Who was grand marshal last year? Olivia <laughs> Cuevas, uh, Cemetery Board. 
Olivia Cuevas Fernandez. Was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome uh, person. Community uh, Grand Marshal. Yeah. I just yeah. interviewed her a couple of weeks she ago. She was fantastic. So. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Hey, she's a celebrity. She's a celebrity in Wilmington. She yeah. is. Well, and she's done commercials, too. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she's been on TV. She's so, the, did the Dove commercials. Talking about TV, Amy, I'm so I'm so used to seeing you in character, you know. <laughs> so character. I, when I first saw you, you were MC installing at the uh, Manny Mansion. And you were the movie star from Gilligan's Island, I believe, you know. I was Ginger. Ginger. <laughs> tell, tell me about the installation. What, what? Oh, the, the ins installation is really uh, another great event that the Chamber puts on. And I think I've been emceeing it since, uh, well, the first time I emceed it, I think was in 2011, and I did not get the memo that it was a themed event. And, and that is the fun part about being part of the Wilmington Chamber. I mean, it's not stuffy by any means. So I showed up to emcee wearing a lovely black uh, dress and, and my pearls and and I'm looking all around and it was the maritime theme and everybody's in like ships ahoy hats and <laughs> and uh, really kind of, I said, wait a second, I am not going to get caught unawares uh, again. So the next year I, I checked and made sure what is the theme, what, you know, what is it all about? And lo and behold, it was uh, Gilligan's Island. And as MC, I figured I would, uh, you know, take a plunge, and I dressed up as Ginger, the uh, the movie star. The year after that, Cecilia Moreno and I were uh, Lucy and Ethel, because it was a I Love Lucy theme. Um, we've done '70s themes. I, I think it, you know, the, the, what I like best about the Wilmington Chamber is it lets me let my freak flag fly. You know, that's, that's what I love about it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I've seen them before, and this, these, since you've been here, it's gone up notches, you know. <laughs> I, I that particular event, it's been a lot, a lot of fun I, over the past few years. I think it, uh, you can blame my father. He, my father used to take me to the Renaissance Fair. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, back in the day, back in the, <clears throat> the late 70s, when we would dress up as... Uh, Renaissance people, and uh, I think I got a bug. You know, I just got a bug for it. I like, I like to dress up. Real hippies back there, right? Far out. Peace yes, love. far out. <laughs> yeah, I you know. You really seem to love that event, and and honestly, that's one of my favorites too. I, mean, I like to pray a little better, but this one is a lot of fun to go to. Will and, you always give us a great soundtrack? Well, I, I do my best. I love the themes that you choose. You know, Gilligan's Island was was easy and it was fun. And even had a little boat that came out. That was amazing. I thought that was great. Who thought of that idea, Dad? Actually, so there is a a team that works to put these on, and they come up with a theme for each year. And Cecilia Moreno is our special events or vice president of special events, and so she's kind of the takes the leadership role in that. But it is without a doubt. Um, an awful lot of fun and more than fun we have it here in Wilmington at one of the most beautiful places uh, not just in Wilmington but probably in the world because people come from world around to see the Bandy Museum and we're right there in the grounds it's a gorgeous spot we have a lot of fun that's uh, something that you commented on earlier and something that other people talk to me about on a regular basis is that boy the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce is fun. And yeah. They like coming to our events. 
Um, and so I think that's something that is sets us apart uniquely. At the same time, I think Amy would um, could chime in, but we're we really take care of business too, of small businesses and large businesses. We do a phenomenal job, and that's important so we can keep our businesses healthy, healthy so that we can attract more businesses, and so that our businesses can grow and prosper. Yeah, I think it goes both ways. I mean, the, the, you take care of the business, but the businesses seem to be really involved with the, the chamber as well. Tell me about some of the companies that are members. Wow. Well, we are really fortunate. We have smaller members that have been, that you've known, because you've been here almost all your life, like Los Tres Cochinitos and David's Radiator Shop. And I'm thinking of the Red West Pizza that's been... Oh, that, that's, you know, I love that pizza, support, don't you? <laughs> they've supported so many teams over the year, but have been a member of the chamber for many, many years, too. And then you have your larger, um, larger organizations that have been you know, supportive of the community, but also very supportive of the chamber and other nonprofits. And that's folks like Philip 66 and Valero and certainly Marathon um, and our Port of Los Angeles. And the fact that we're located in that industry in here, um, I think that leads us and it's kind of going along Amy's lines too for a tremendous opportunity to really get our kids in and in making good money and taking care of their families, but but bringing Wilmington up. And so I think that's our goal in the long run, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you want to add to that? No, absolutely. I would love to add to that. Um, the Wilmington Chamber, uh, as Wilmington community, is made up of small businesses and very large businesses. Uh, and finding that nice middle path that is able to serve both of them. I know that uh, Dan uh, represents us on several uh, boards where advocacy and the legislative agenda for business at all size level um, is happening and gives Wilmington a voice on not only a regional level but also a state and even a national level. And it's important that we're able to leverage those partnerships as well for our smaller companies. We actually have a marketing uh, platform that is like none other. Our, our electronic billboard on Avalon is a pretty awesome way for a company like Uni America Insurance to get the word out about their services. So we want to continue to do more of that. I'm sure. I'm sure, Dan. You get a lot of phone calls. Hey, why isn't mine up there yet? <laughs> when is that going to come on? You know? I do get them to, to, um, yes. So just, <laughs> just yesterday, the, uh, and I, I should give them a plug. Although I think it'll be too late when this pod goes on the air. But the South Bay Center for Counseling, also a member. SBCC. But uh, iHeart has a big event coming on a Saturday, and you know they came by and said you know, can you get our event up on the electronic message board? As it happens, I just finished getting it up there before they walked into the office door. But then even the local church, hey, you know, Dan, it's been a while, you know, can you put our electronic message up there for our Sunday services? And yes, we'll get it back up when we get it. I have to be careful so we don't get too many things up at one time, but it's actually, it's a great 
resource and and we can accommodate you know all of our members at some point um, which is which is really terrific that's amazing where it is too is that that uh, used to be the old Greyhound bus station right there and I, I remember catching the bus there when I was go to college I went, I went to the University of Oregon and go Ducks that, yeah Fighting Ducks the Fighting Ducks that's where I ended up I ended up uh, catching the bus right there that little square building that triangle building that, that was the uh, bus station we were very fortunate to get that location so that that came about through a grant um, through the Port of Los Angeles and um, we have it we've had it now for I believe it's been five years and so so far so good it's a really nice sign it's a really good location it gets like at least 12,000 exposures a day but I'm that was from the city statistics years ago I'm I'm sure it's much higher today you're not kidding I, I, don't know. I, mean, I drive by there at least two or three times a day not on purpose but you know it's, it's usually business or something are, but you, are you casing the joint I always <laughs> check it out I gotta make sure hey is my thing up there or not you know not really I don't put too much of it on there but uh, it's, it's just so amazing to see what you guys are doing in this community I really I'm sure a lot of people really appreciate it do you have any success stories you can share with us in relation to businesses helping businesses you know I guess there's any number of them um, because what we do in terms of and it was just not too long ago so we, we have resources to help businesses get started and we work directly with an MCIS uh, they have an office in San Pedro and there's folks there that will help folks get started I know we've had a number don't ask me for one off the top of my head that have gotten their start there and then we also bring resources to help folks with their marketing in terms of, especially today, um, I really feel bad for a business that doesn't have um, some social media savvy um, because that's become so important. And so many of the younger folks are, it's, it's the way of life for them. Um, and we put on a number of those workshops too that we bring to businesses. I can share some of the biggest success stories or one of the ones that I really like. I'm not sure how much we had to do with it, but it's certainly a source of pride, I think, from it, for anyone from Wilmington, and that's Ohas Tea House, who now not only has a very successful business here in Wilmington, and it's Wilmington grown. They're both, you know, all men or husband Nacho are from Wilmington and they're kids and they still live here. And they opened another Ohas Tea House in San Pedro and another one in Long Beach. Um, that's a real success story, and I'm really proud to have them as members of our Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, you know what I love is the Wilmington is the birthplace of uh, Juanita's Foods, uh, Menudito, the canned menudo. And when I went to the University of Oregon there, Mexican, at the time it's hard to get Mexican food up there, so I'd, I'd take cans of menudo up there, and I'd have a menudo breakfast fundraiser for myself over there, you know. It would help me out in college, help me get through college, you know, so. The taste uh, of home. Yeah, and the other businesses that, that I know that started here one too was the Derwinderstitzel, the, the yes. one on, on PCH was the very first, first one there was. And it's a historic landmark today. Yeah, that's awesome. It's good. And you mentioned Juanita's, which I don't know if they still do it today, but uh, it was really awesome. And I had a family member in the service. If you provided, if you lived here and you had a family member in the service and you gave them their name and address, they send a nice big package 
um, from Juanita's Foods. Wow. And yeah, you can imagine how appreciated that was. If they tell everybody that, they'll probably go out in the air. We'll probably get all thousands of requests for that. Is that, that, that stuff, I really miss that, that food when, when I was up in Oregon. It was hard to get good Mexican food at the time. I think it's changed now, but it was hard back then. Anyway, uh, if someone wanted to get involved with the chamber, how, how would they do that? Thanks for asking, Mike. I thought I was going to have to <laughs> pull it out of you. But um, they can just give us a call at the office. It's 310-834-8586. Or send me an email, info, that's I-N-F-O, at Wilmington, dash, or properly, I guess, hyphen, chamber.com. And we'll be happy to talk to them and happy. And, and I get people who call the time or the chamber does who, who need help. And I know they're getting started. And, you know, there's some chambers, uh, uh, hopefully not a lot of them, that say, well, you know, unless you're a member, I can't help you. We'll help you. You know, what I want to do is see a new business get started, be successful. And hopefully at that point, then they can reinvest in the chamber. Yes. Amy, is there anything you would like to add? Well, I was going to say, if you're not subscribed to the Chamber Bits, uh, you need to. It, it is the Wilmington Chamber's newsletter, and anything that's happening in Wilmington that's worth going to or participating in, Dan has it in the Wilmington Chamber Bits. Oh, and you can sign up on Chamber Bits on our website, so www.wilmington-chamber.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, that was my next question, but you answered it already, so that's good. I want to thank you both for businesses and the community. The Wilmington Chamber is a very important part of this community, and we really appreciate what both of you do. I'm really happy to know both of you. I'm Mike Carrera. If you have an organization or a specialty activity you would like to promote, here on Harbor Speaks, please contact me at harborspeakspodcast at gmail.com. That's harborspeakspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you come to our next show. Thank you.